Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. <clears throat> I am Egberto Willis, your host. Anyway, how is everybody doing today? Where are all my peeps? I see AVQ in the house. Uh, nobody else is registering, but I know you're here. AVQ and somebody else in the house. I don't know that other one. Come on in, folks, and register yourself and let me know that you're here. I can see that you're on YouTube. Bridge MCP says, hi, all. Hate it when there is no notification because the video chat is upside down. You know the notification stuff, folks? It's, it's that kind of a throttling thing. Make sure that you have, those of you that are listening now, make sure that you select to have notifications for this program on. I think while you're watching it, you can set the notifications to notify you. Otherwise, there's a lot of throttling, especially with progressive programs on YouTube. Don't ask me why. Maybe it's because we tell the truth. I don't know, but it's likely the case. Anyway, hola, mi hermanos y mi hermanas. How are you guys doing today? We're going to have a great show for you today. I am still queuing a few things up as we speak because, again, because I always like to get stuff as fresh as possible many a times. I am a little bit forgetful in putting the queue in. Eric Hayes is here with a long, long one. He's uh, Eric Hayes. I'm going to start calling Eric Hayes uh, Michael Rudnan Sr. on the right, if you keep that up, Brother Hayes. Um, then let's see what else we got here. I'm, I'm about to finish packing up all these these other files that I want to play for you today. Ari Melber that I forgot to play I didn't forget to play it. I just didn't have the time to play it yesterday. I have a short one as well with the oil companies. You notice oil prices are falling. But anyhow, 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 I have a Morning Joe one. I don't remember if I ever played it before or not. Okay, senor sir. Okay, we got Eric Hayes, Bridge MCP, AVQ. Welcome aboard. As uh, soon as our email kicks off, we'll get all those folks that I notify through email. I'm pretty sure they'll be here. But again, Facebook notifications and YouTube notification, terrible. Maywood is in the house, says, hello, everyone. Everyone doing well today? Yes, I am. And I'm feeling a lot better, brother AVQ. Rudnan, all I have now is a cough. And I don't think my stamina is quite back yet. I'll find out for sure tonight. I'll work out tonight at about 1 o'clock. And if it, if it goes well, that means I'm okay. If it doesn't go very well, and I quit before... 30 minutes at a high level uh, means I'm still trying to recover. Anyhow, let's get busy. HT Tech, big solar storm to hit the earth on July 20th after an unexpected solar flare went off on the sun on July 15th. A large coronal mass ejection was set off from sun directed towards the earth. The resultant solar storm is expected to hit tomorrow, July 20th. There may be some temporary planned power outages and service interruptions tomorrow, making sure to have a couple days' worth of food and water on hand just in case. I'm expecting Aurora Borealis, northern lights, to show up in the sky. Just serves as a reminder we're living in a cosmic shooting gallery. Um, I am concerned about that. Actually, I read about that a few, more than a few days ago. Um, this stuff could actually knock out the grid. And the, right now, the grid here in Texas is teetering on, on disaster. And all we need is a little trigger, electromagnetic trigger, and we're in trouble. Second one from Michael. I have conflicting information. Not sure which one is correct. Washington Post, 
Biden eyes climate emergency declaration as Democrats demand swift action. White House officials are scrambling to advance the president's environmental agenda after talks with Joe Manchin stalled. AP, Biden holds off on climate emergency declaration. I don't think those two are mutually exclusive. I think it all depends on timing. They're, they're both saying that he may be looking at some sort of an emergency declaration. Who knows? WAPO and AP follow-up. What's important to know is that Lake Mead and Lake Powell have dried up to the point that they won't be able to produce hydropower electric by summer 2023. And I think you are being quite lenient with that. The, the rate of evaporation in these heats is ridiculous. And of the, the water that's still being drawn for farming purposes. Hmm. What? Let me tell you what I'm on. Let me finish reading what you said. Do you understand what I'm saying here? The American Southwest is going to run out of both water and power in less than two years. It's not a climate emergency. I don't know what it is. We're about to have tens of millions of climate migrants within our own nation. Let me tell you what is more scary about this whole issue. What is most scary about this whole issue is maybe they are reading about that in Arizona, New Mexico, and Colorado, and Northern, and not Northern California. They are full of water, but on, on um, Southern California, etc. Maybe they are seeing that in their newspapers. But we are not seeing enough of that in our papers. And we are not isolated from them. I mean, if California dries up or agri agricultural local production of many things dry up, if Arizona, New Mexico dry up, they grow a lot of winter vegetables and stuff in those places. They bring the water in because the climate is perfect to have a very, they almost have a natural hydroponic system in the West, <clears throat> in the Southwest. <clears throat> and we don't hear much about it. And we're, it's going to just be sprung on us. Oh, my God. Lake Powell cannot generate electricity anymore. And if Lake Powell is gone and Lake Mead is gone, hmm, people don't get it. Thank you for bringing that to our attention again and again and again, Michael. Hopefully, those folks that are listening to this podcast will actually start taking this problem that's occurring in the West seriously. Uh, Michael Rodney says, Axios and Department of Justice Capital Riders who pepper sprayed officers sentenced to 44 months. Wow, we got almost four years. They let a group of riders as they overwhelmed the police line outside the Capitol, crawled onto the crowd and pepper sprayed police officers according to the courts. They're in jail for Trump. In jail for Trump. And Trump is promising them, please, please elect me and I'll pardon you. But those folks can't elect you because they're in jail. They're felons. And I don't think in a lot of those states, felons can vote. Don't know. All right, we got AVQ says, uh, breaking the things up. I think it's fine however you do it. All right, every case is unsafe cities, closed businesses due to letting criminals run rampant via government policy and the citizens are the ones hurt. Government policies running rampant? Okay. Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz said actions by local elected leaders are responsible for Coffee Giant closing 16 of its stores nationwide. Its comments came in two leaked video excerpts of Schultz speaking at an internal meeting. The videos were posted on Twitter by Ari Hoffman, 
of KVI AM Talk Radio Seattle. By the way, that leak was not a leak. He wanted that leaked. Right now, he's in a war, and I'll explain later. But again, he, he puts these things out for the simple-minded, but I'll continue. In my view, at the local, state, and federal level, these governments across the country and leaders, mayors and governors and city councils have abdicated their responsibility in fighting crime and addressing mental illness, Schultz said in one of the two short videos excerpts. And we are going to have to refine and transform and modernize many of the things we do to meet the needs of our customers in a very changing operating environment. In another short expert, Schultz says, I don't have to spend too much time on what's going on in the country and how America become unsafe, but you all read the press release the last couple of days about the fact that we are beginning to close stores that are not unprofitable. Stars Bucks has announced that it will close 16 stores by the end of the month in the United States, including six each in Seattle and Los Angeles, after workers reported a sharp rise in incidents of drug use on the premises, the other locations to be shut down in two Port Lenargan. Let me tell you how stupid that is, and I don't use those words a lot, but in this case, let's say that, that what Howard Schultz said was true. Let's assume it was true. It is fiscally irresponsible for a corporate citizen if there is a problem with crime or people, not crime, just people doing drugs around Starbucks, right? If he claims as he claims, the government is not doing its job to police the area, and that's why he's closing the stores. You would say, I will hire a security guard that handles that store when it's open to maintain it safe for my customers who I love. Because I love my customers, and it's my customers who are going to suffer if that Starbucks close and they don't have much places to go to Starbucks. This liar, Schultz, is a lying non-union guy, okay? Non-union. I used to like the guy. Let me continue. He would hire a security guard even if it costs three or four cents more per item on the menu to pay that security. A living wage as he protects the store every time it's open from any kind of vandals or drug paraphernalia that's being out there. And the store would remain profitable and the shareholders would remain taken care of and the People who find the people who go to the store, who who uh, what is the word that you say, are the patrons of the store. They will be happy because we would have a CEO who saw what's happening. But let me tell you what's really going on, folks. He is trying to show his power. Unionize. Let me show you how easy it is for me to close a store. Just like I closed the store in New York as the union was coming by. And these stores in L.A., progressive cities, where they are starting to say, unionize, we are going to unionize. So he just comes up with an excuse to close the store so that he doesn't have to go in front of the labor board. And then you have the people on the right that eat this crap up as if it has any merits because they cannot read between the lines again. It is amazing how gullible, willfully gullible, those who parrot what Howard Schultz has to say will parrot it. Again, shame on you, Eric Hayes, for putting that into my feed. Uh, Michael Rodney says, I don't even bother with any notifications anymore. Yours is the only show I bother with that sort of thing. 
old school, set the alarm clock. So I'm always into the cut. Well, you know what's good about my show in that regards? If you, if you look at the, ra- the Rational and some of these other shows and uh, that are much larger than my show, you know, they come up sometimes, they don't come up sometimes, they ring a bell because they know they have their peeps or whatever. And, you know, I am very consistent. I have, I, you guys know that I come on at three. If I am sick, I'm on at three. When I'm taking care of my, when I had to go to DC and take care of my daughter, I was on at three. The only time I made that change is when I had to be at her side in the ICU at a particular time. And then I had to change my time because that's what I had to do. But I am consistent. Every day, I am sick. Every day. So yes, thank you, Rudnan, for making that point. You can use politics done right as your three o'clock alarm. So you don't have to wait for a, a, a you don't have to wait for a ding Politics Done Right is live. You know that Politics Done Right will be on at 3. If I'm not on at 3, I would have told you why way before, I hope, if I can. Or uh, start looking for me. Start hunting for me. Oh, where the hell is Egberto? He's at 3. He's not here. Okay, continuing. Michael Ronis, says, Egberto, glad to hear you're feeling better. Yes, sir, and thank you so kindly for asking. Ira K says, Egberto, did you get your AC fixed? You have a jacket on. Here's the deal. The AC, they're telling me 10 days. I had to run to Sam's yesterday, chug along with a portable unit, which I could show you, right here, that is blowing cold air on me right now so that I can do the show. Thank you, Brother Eric, for remembering. You know, I love my people. Love you, Eric. Love you, Rudnin. Love you, uh, Bridge MCP. Lol, all of you. I don't have to name all of you. Love all you guys. You know, the, the, you listen and you remember what I say the day before. And I, I mean, this is family, guys. You guys are my family. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Bridge MCP says, I run and it's not that really. It's how the video chat is. I can only see recent and it scrolls upside down. Recent bottom and they disappear. Try to see if there's another option for that, Bridge. I think there should be. Bridge says, Ocasio-Cortez, other House Democrats arrested in abortion rights protest in Supreme Court. Now, I love AOC. Mansion and Scotus have stalled uh, an obstructionist legislation. Oh, by the way, guys, I bought the domain politicsdoneright.tv today. So uh, we have Politics Done Right is growing, baby. We now have the .tv uh, domain so you can go to politicsdoneright.tv and it takes you right to our youtube channel sometimes it'll take you elsewhere depending on what we're doing but right now it is it's taking you directly to our main channel so anybody who goes to politicsdoneright.tv right now will actually get us on on the youtube tv so that's where we're at baby all right repeating uh let's see what we got here what we got here what we got here mansion and scotus have stalled Plus obstructionist climate action, it sucks and it's maddening. E2247, you're so right. There is no way an ending. We are the climate movement. The fight is everything. We will never stop. E2247, that's the, that's the modal I want. That is what I want to see out of us. Yes, you can punch us. You can knock us down. But you will never knock us out. Gracias, amigo, por eso. Mansion climate, drop dead. 
by Christina Dahl, principal climate scientist at Union and Concerned Scientist. Eric Hayes says, why wouldn't Texas be talked about in the same breath as the West? Different problem. Electricity via hydro, couldn't it be switched? Here's the deal. I don't remember what percentage of our country gets from hydro. I mean, we have some very big rivers. I don't know. I don't think the Mississippi has a lot of hydro. I could be wrong. But I know the Colorado in both uh, Colorado and other, you know, Arizona, as well as the Colorado in Texas is very much dammed and used to generate electricity. Other big rivers are the ones that, uh, that the Columbia River, the Snake River, and all these big rivers in the United States are all dammed up to give a lot of electricity. And they provide a good percentage of very cheap energy. So when this goes because of climate change, it's going to be a killer. And it seemed like a lot of it will go next year, as, as Brother Rudnan has pointed out. Uh, Texas has the same problem as well. And you're right about that, Eric Hayes. Uh, we have the same problem. The, one of the things with Texas, though, it is so vast. It is so complex. Because if you take a look even where there's hydro, let, let, let's take a look at Flatonia or, or, or these other places. Um, you just go out there and you see all these coal-burning plants here in Texas as well. Gas burning plants, you know. Um, so we are very multifaceted. Our problem is really a lot, not generation, but distribution, meaning our grid. All right, let's see. Uh, para ver, gas powered em uh, emergency generators are selling like hotcakes. How ironic, since climate chaos is taking down Lake Powell. It's amazing, isn't it, uh, E2247? Eric Hayes, guess it is a simple minded government official running the cities into the ground. No, it's not. It's not. We know the formula to get rid of crime. The formula to get rid of crime isn't policing and throwing a lot of people into jail. Because those people that you throw into jail, they get out. And you know what they learn in jail? How to be better criminals. How we spend more keeping people in jails than putting them in schools. Now, let's reverse that. Everybody hates the term defund the police. You know what? I think they should have used, look, I understand it very well and I have no problem with it. But because we're dealing with a right wing that is full of crap, we should have used a different term to explain it that everybody could understand. If you want to keep a community safe, you don't lock people up because you lock people up to teach them how to be better criminals. You, you, you give them something to do. You invest in people. Right now, they invest in, they invest in people in, 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 in our prisons. That's what we do. So the persons that make a profit from crime are the holders of prisons and the people who supply the cops. So the money doesn't go to the human being. It goes to the criminal enterprise called the jail in the, the prison industrial complex and the, 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 the criminal police officers that actually fund it or actually provide it with the raw material. That's what we have. You want to solve the problem? Get rid of poverty. Get rid of people feeling like they have no choice. Get rid of that. Now you have the hardened criminal. Put away the hardened criminal forever, for a long time. Put them into reform. If they are unreformable, put them away. But most people that go into prison, they leave prison not, not changed, not what's the word, rehabilitated. They leave prison being better better. Crooks. That's all they do. 
Okay, let's see what else we got here. We have here from Rodnin says, Billy uh, Venus Death Trap tweeted. So let me get this straight. Starbucks is closing eight stores in, in PNW, signing uh, crime and uh, as a reasoning, when in actuality they are union busting by shutting down POC and queer-centric locations that are pro-union. I hope Howard likes subpoenas. Again, you have to really... Rodney, I'm glad you got it. Because as soon as I saw where they were closing down, it was immediately obvious that it was union busting that we were talking about. It was immediately obvious it was union busting. Amazon changed location in New York to New Jersey because of unrealistic demands out of AOC. No, they changed it because they're thugs. Amazon changed it because the, the, the leaders are thugs who don't want to pay a living wage. Punto y final. They profit, they're parasites who profit off of everybody else, including me. And then they try to form it off. Michael Renzo, Egberto, your show starts at the same time every day. That consistency plan my day around. It's a great thing. Thank you, brother. Eric Hay says, guess, guess all those businesses that were forced to close due to violence and burning them down, they're in the same boat as Starbucks? No, they were victims of much of their own creation. When you have businesses that their sole purpose is to reduce taxes, taxes that are needed not only to keep their cities safe, keep their people safe, but to make sure that folks who need, who need, uh, forts who support the community can be funded so that we don't have, you know, people are so short-sighted. Businesses are so short-sighted or they want to throw it on to somebody else to do. These are not very complex issues. Sociologists would tell you about this in a dime. Okay, climate chaos is taking down Lake Powell, so go install a 2,000, 3,000 gas generator. Emerge it for your home place. Bright idea. No, what it does then is it creates even more gas to further damage Powell. Michael Rennes says, 4 p.m. Eastern for me. You got that right. All right, let's see. Uh, it took me a while when I got back to Texas to remember that I'm going on on three and not at four. Had to get, when I came back to Texas for a few, few, few weeks, actually, I was sort of in La La Land. I drive the car and I feel like, oh, um, where am I? Because I've been driving in D.C. for nine months, you know, and it's like, I'm home. I'm home. I'm home. And my baby is with me. Anyway, uh, let's see what else we got here. Michael Rodnes is Egberto. From the Department of Energy, hydropower currently accounts for what? I didn't realize it was 31% of total U.S. Renewable, oh, re- renewable ener- electricity. And s- that's what I thought, about 6.3% of total U.S. generation. I know that, uh, that nuclear is a vast, vast amount as well uh, of power. And I think we only have, what, 60 or so nuclear power plants altogether? I don't remember. Avuker says, Bridge, can you see me over here on Twitch, over on YouTube? Ah, that's a conversation. All right, let's see what else we got here. Egberto from Rodney, please take a look at the Restream bot on YouTube after the show. Test it. Check to make sure it's working properly after the show. I try to do that, but I have to keep the show going because it doesn't work in, except in real time. I have, to, I have to have it flowing in real time. So what you're doing right there also, Rodney, is helpful. Uh, please check yourself as well folks in in fact Rodney, you have access your editor on youtube so you can do that test between youtube and twitch 
and help me out there if you if you don't mind. AC Rodriguez says, all hey AC, welcome aboard. AC says, I don't remember which country it is. A country in Europe has very low recidivism rate because they actually focus on rehabilitation. That country is actually the Netherlands, okay? I saw a program on the Netherlands. They, In fact, their jails a lot of times don't even look like jails. And the idea is not to pamper these people. It's to understand the psychology of what makes them bad. And if they, if they stay bad, they then go into these crazy places that are not too nice, Psychological opportunities for everyone incarcerated. They even have it to they have PlayStations and TVs in the cell rooms. This is because they focus on the individual and the issues, not retribution. You have to ask yourself, why somebody a crook, right? You have people like Donald Trump who their crookery is systemic within their soul. And then you have others that never had the opportunity, Right? So you see, when it comes to crickery and the people that have called, let's give an example. Donald Trump has stolen more than likely any person that's doing the maximum in jail for stealing. Donald Trump has likely assassinated more people than the worst criminal in, than the mass shooter. Because his policies have caused the death of many. But he's living la vida loca. While some other criminals are locked up with the keys never to be found. We have to have perspective here, people. We have to have perspective. Okay, our first video is a teaser. You know, it's the summer. It is the summer. Gas prices are supposed to be on a continual rise. On a continual rise. Okay? And wait a minute. Wait a minute. How comes prices have fell more than 10%? Oh my God. Could it be what I was saying all along? It's finally people are able to see that it's true that we really have an oil glut. It is absolute. I wasn't kidding about it. I wasn't pulling crap out of, out of the air. We have an oil glut. Right now, the prices of petroleum are being manipulated, and it has always been manipulated. We have never had a shortage of oil, ever. You can't have a shortage of oil when you have Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, and the United States, and Russia. It's impossible. They had to form a cartel so that they wouldn't flood the, the world with oil because there's so much of this material. Peak oil didn't materialize because we found new techniques to get more out of the ground and go deeper. And this earth has been around for a very long time. So there's a hell of a lot of carbon that got created out of this air. A ton of carbon that is hidden all over this, this planet. The problem is we can't use it. If we use it, we go back to primordial times. And you know what wasn't there in primordial times? Human beings. Human beings weren't there. Again, here it is. I said we had an oil glut. China and India has been buying Russian oil at a discount, which leaves a whole lot more oil on the market. Why were the prices going up? They should not have been going up. It was psychological warfare to rip you off, and they did it for several months. Now, guess what's happening? In the middle of a summer, when the driving is usually high, 
prices of gasoline is falling. Amazing. They ripped us off as quickly as they could. And then things start to normalize after they've taken your money as bonuses, as bonuses, as exec, as, as shareholder value, as dividends, and as capital appreciation of the stocks. That is highway robbery. That is who the oil companies are. Absolutely. So, and I want you guys to keep that in the back of your heads, the front of your heads. And anytime people start telling you about, oh, Biden had to run over to Saudi Arabia to really beg the prince to, to pump more oil. You don't have to beg any of these guys to print to pump more oil. They know that if they keep the price high, there's something called demand destruction that will occur. And, and what would really happen is electric cars would take off. Battery technology will take off. Solar stuff will take off. There's nothing like when, when you go when you price yourself out of the market, which is exactly what the oil companies were doing. What we need to do, I repeat again, nationalize the energy sector. Nationalize the energy sector. They are a they they steal, they steal, and they steal. They take the money from people because it's a necessary commodity. You cannot have a necessary commodity run by a few people who profit from screwing those who must have their product. This industry must be nationalized. Again, people understand the reason why I say this. This industry must be nationalized. It must be taken out of the hands of the crooks who continue to pay executives big bonuses, to pay shareholders big dividends, to buy back stock prices, stock uh, stocks, to increase the, the price of the stocks, what's known as capital gains, that is then taxed at a lower rate than income from the person who, do, who does the person who does a daily, a daily, uh, a, a honest daily hour of work. Very important. Again, we need to get this into the people's psyche. It is time to nationalize the oil sector. Not yesterday, but now. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Uh, the Netherlands, uh, wait, first, Michael Rundin says, I wish our nation would, uh, would model our prison systems on theirs, focusing on actual rehabilitation, treating them humanely, getting prisoners ready to return back into communities so they don't commit crimes. I agree wholeheartedly. Ho! Bridge MCP just gave us a, a great, a great, 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 great uh, super chat. Who's going to follow? Let's see who's going to follow Bridge MCP with a super chat. I'm waiting, folks. You guys really help what we're doing get done. So please, folks, follow Bridge. But it's time for me, actually. I think Bridge has a message that I got to read. Let me see what's in her mess. You know, you know what's interesting, Bridge? That message didn't come across. So I got to read it out here. Fix Restream Bot and FB Chats. Will be seen. Also, you don't see your chat, but I still love you. I got to see what I can do about the bot. What I have to do, Bridge, I don't control the bot, but what I will do is I will go to um, I will go to um, to the company and tell them that the bot, you know, complain about the bot. Let me see. I'm going to bring up another instance. Thank you for the the super chat, there, beautiful Bridge. What I want to do right now is bring up 
um, I'm going to bring it up real quickly and see what's, what's going on. But what, I, what I, I need for you to tell me, Bridge, because I'm doing many things at the same time, and you know how difficult that is. Let me know what is at, what, what's the, the permutation, right, yeah, the permutations thereof. In other words, what is going where? Uh, okay, I, I'm reading that on, on YouTube right now. It says, let me put this on pause. It says, fix restream bot and FB chats will be seen. Fix restream bot and FB chats will be seen. Also, you don't see YouTube chat, but I still love you. All right. Uh, you mean I'm not seeing YouTube chats? Okay. I, what I did is I brought YouTube up on the screen here. Oh, yeah. I'm not seeing YouTube chats at all. Then there's a lot in the chat from YouTube. Oh, God. I didn't realize I was missing all of this. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, Alistair Waters, welcome aboard. Uh, who else is on YouTube? Peggy Lopez, welcome aboard. Young woman refused her birth control because of a clerk at Walgreens. Thanks for that message. I said that three times and you didn't see it. Oh my God. Wow. That's, it's, it's, guys, I'm going to see what I can do uh, after the show, but I am not, I'm only, and I'm looking at it now. You're right. Only FB is coming over. I will go ahead and, uh, and, and figure that out with, um, with Restream as soon as I get off of the show today. Please accept my most sincere apologies, guys. The only reason I realized it wasn't working is that the Super Chat showed up in color on one screen, but it didn't show up in the combined screen here. My apologies, my apologies, my apologies. Okay. Uh, you don't see YouTube chat, so had to get your attention. <laughs> Bridge, um, I love you and I thank you for everything that, you're, that, that you do. But remember, you have, you, you have every form of way to contact me. So, you know, I, but I do appreciate that now. Come on now. You know I do. Follow Bridge. Throw up a super chat out there for us. Let me see what else I can do for reading the chat. So let's see if I can get it. What I'm going to do is see if there's a, a way for me to pop out the chat, which I just did. Ah, I've just learned something. I just popped out the chat. Okay. All right. I popped out the YouTube chat, folks. Let me just show you how it looks so that you guys can see what I'm doing in real time. Bear with me one second. This is how the YouTube chat looks. This is the first time I've actually done a pop out of the chat. So what I'm going to do, since I neglected my YouTube viewers, okay, I'm going to go through their messages real quickly. Uh, sorry, guys, accept my most sincere apologies. All right, it says, Egberto, I wonder, is breaking up the post. I got that one somehow. I guess he posted twice. Uh, no AC. I got AC now, Peggy Lopez. Uh, many of the rice fields here in the Central Valley in California are not planted because of water shortage. That just means now we're going to have a shortage of rice. But guess what? Rice is cheap all, all over the world. So more than likely, that shouldn't cause a price increase on rice because a lot of companies are going to be happy to give us rice from Panama, rice from Costa Rica and all these other places, right? Anyone seen FB Restream Bot Chat? Nope, nope, nope. I found out that it's not working. At least I won't have to look at particular people's comments. Stop it, Alistair, girlfriend. Woohoo, Egberto. E2247 just said it. Oh, I, 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 I'm so sorry I missed all of these. Young woman refused for birth control. I said that one already. Okay, guys, I, I have both of them up now. It's going to be a little bit more difficult, but let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do my ask. Uh, and I'm not going to play the video. I'm just going to throw it in the, in the field right now. Please, folks, if you really like this show and you're on YouTube, 
please go ahead and click on that join button on YouTube. Click the join button on YouTube. Become a part of our PDR Posse on YouTube. Or if you don't want to click the join, let me go ahead and see where else I can. I got to pull that up. I'm a little bit off kilter, a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. All right, here we go. Here we go. Please support us via PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Alternatively, you can support us via Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. We need some Patreon uh, supporters right now. We lost a few. Uh, we all, you can go to uh, click on the join button to join us on YouTube. Likewise, you can simply, if you're not on YouTube, you can simply go to politicsandright.com slash YouTube. I'll, please remember that our store has a lot of new stuff in it. So go to politicsandright.com slash store. Great little hat that we have plus Bridge MCP's new cup and T-shirts are featured at the store right now. And of course, get our books. As I see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to... As I see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom or How to Make America Utopia. Or we have, of course, uh, what is it called? It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives friends, and neighbors. So please go to politicsandright.com slash books. Now, folks, remember, I'm heading to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and would love to have you support uh, our trip. We are we kind of stalled out a little bit, so if you could kind of re-trigger the given at our, at our GoFundMe, it is at politicsandright.com slash netroots, politicsandright.com slash netroots. Uh, again, you know, it's paid for already on a credit card. We just need to pay the credit card over. So it would be nice if we could get some support. And I'll make sure that all of you guys, uh, you know, we, we, we get some little teasers for you while I'm out there on Radio Row in Pittsburgh, PA, at the largest, largest, largest liberal, uh, liberal ding ding out there. So we'll make sure. And there, you know, this green screen sometimes drive me nuts but i fix it over and over and over again and then it misbehaves and then i fix it again then it misbehave i think i can fix it there and i just did again all right okay what else have we got here para ver uh, i got another video for you this is an important video um i want you to listen to ari melber because it's quite interesting i do believe Republicans like Kinsinger and Liz Cheney are above and beyond their conservative values. I do believe they're patriots because uh, when it came to the attempt to overthrow the country, when it came to a coup, they said, that's enough. I, my conservatism doesn't go this far. But we are now watching the media and others glorify the vice president for doing his job, even though he first attempted not to. Is there any way that we can stay in power? Is there any way Trump could stay in power? He actually asked the former vice president that question. And he's a hero because he did the right thing. And we have all of these guys who are now forced into testifying. And because they're simply telling the truth, nothing more, just telling the truth, they're heroes. Ari Melberg gets it best. I want you to listen to Ari. Then we'll take it on the other side because it's not, it doesn't compute. 
Some Beltway elites have begun just heaping all kinds of praise on Trump officials for the bare minimum, like testifying at all, which is literally required under these subpoenas by law, or for people who simply did not commit crimes to stage a coup. I can't tell you how grateful I was that Mike Pence was there. It, it could have been someone else. It could have been someone who would have succumbed to MAGA and Trump, but he didn't. There may be a hero in the story that they're telling, and it sounds like it might be Mike Pence. There were heroes, literally, in the story. The police officers, brave public servants, people who took actual risks at the time to try to stop what was the most organized violent attempt to thwart the peaceful transfer of power in U.S. history. That does not apply to virtually all of the people we've been hearing from in these hearings. And the Trump aides have been providing testimony under subpoena. So they had to choose between following the law or facing the risk of prison. Even those who shared concerns did not blow the whistle at the time or resign. As for Pence, he did the bare minimum. He followed the law rather than join a criminal coup. Taking an act his own lawyers warned was illegal, meaning, and this is important, he acted on his own self-interest. And yet, the latest Trump appointee to finally offer this tardy test testimony under legal pressure, the man you see here, White House counsel Cipollone, went on yesterday to make a frankly embarrassing claim for any rational lawyer. He said that the act of not committing crimes is ground, in his view, grounds for receiving the nation's highest civilian honor. I think the vice president did the right thing. I think he did the courageous thing. I have a great deal of respect for Vice President Pence. I think he did a great service to this country, and I think I, I suggest Come on. I guess I'll just take it apart real quick. By that standard, hundreds of millions of Americans would warrant the same medal because they did not join this criminal coup. Pence did what was required by law, and he did so after double checking whether there was any legal cover for maybe trying something else, which is why we had to hear from all his lawyers, because they spent a lot of time exploring this. So at this moment, when so much seems upside down, it is worth realizing that all of this beltway canonizing of people who did the bare minimum is backwards. And it can be dangerous in the way that it normalizes the idea that these are choices to make or tough calls. You are not a hero for declining to join a coup and then wavering and ducking about the details and your own political loyalties to the person who staged the coup while withholding information and testimony. A sense Mr. Cipollone brought up the idea of that medal. Here are some people who were actually awarded the Medal of Freedom by presidents of both parties, by the way, like people we should look to as doing more than the bare minimum of not committing crimes, but people who showed civic courage like the late John Lewis. John R. Lewis has dedicated his life to shattering barriers and fighting injustice. I was hit in the head by a state trooper with a nightstick, and I had a concussion at the bridge. I thought I saw death. I thought I was going to die. Mr. Mandela, a man who embodies the hopes of millions. Mr. Mandela, you said many years ago, before the first of your 10,000 days in prison, that there is no easy walk to freedom. Mother Teresa is a heroine of our times. The work is only a means to put our love for Christ into action, to work for the poorest of the poor. We add with deep affection and endless respect the Presidential Medal of Freedom. That is what Medal of Freedom recipients look like and act like and what they evince. So to Trump's White House counsel, tonight I say this, to paraphrase 3-6 Mafia, keep the Medal of Freedom out your mouth until you learn a bit more about what true civic courage entails, which apparently serving as a loyal Trump aide to the bitter end did not do for you, Mr. Cipollone. You were late. 
you were not on the job. And now, having been pressured into testifying under the threat of jail because they subpoenaed you, you don't get to lecture the nation about who gets the Medal of Freedom. And you're out of power. So thank goodness for that. Thank goodness for that. Could not have been said any better. Again, folks, let's not glorify those who are just doing the right thing after having been forced to do the right thing or embarrassed into doing the right thing. These guys are no heroes. All they're doing is covering their you-know-what. Absolutely so. And Brother Tim Danahy says, Pence, hero? No. Am I thankful he made the right decision in the face of pressure? Yes. Oddly, it was his consultation with former VP Dan Quayle that assured him of his constitutional duty. And you know what, uh, Brother Tim Danahy? I wrote a piece this morning to go along with this blog piece at Medium. I want to go ahead, and I, I think everybody should have received that, that piece by now. Uh, MSNBC about the... Here, here is a blog piece that I wrote this morning, and I quoted, in fact, from the Rolling Stones about that as well. Here, There it is, folks. I, I just put the Medium link inside of... <clears throat> actually, I did it... <clears throat> I did it inside of both... Uh, Facebook and YouTube so that everybody can see it. Right now, I'm going through look, reading both things. Kind of crazy, but I have the two screens up. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, Rump is just <laughs> Rump is just doing this because he's trying to redeem himself. Not happening. And Bridge also says, I agree with Brother Tim uh, Dennehy. Okay, let's see what else we got here before I go to the last video of the day. Uh, yes, I actually saw the piece. I'm glad that you saw it, Bridge MCP. Uh, huh, Mother Teresa was a monster who allowed her patients to suffer until death. Why include her in this? You're telling me something I don't know about. Uh, uh, I, I always thought Mother Teresa was really a good person. Did I miss something? Uh, am I missing something? I don't know. Let me know. I the, the one thing with me is this, right? You know how there are people that are wedded to their beliefs? I'm wedded to my beliefs until I find that my beliefs were wrong. And I think I've fessed up to you guys about my sins many times. I've written about it as well. You know, my sexism, my homophobia, my, you know, things like that. Miss, you know, I, I believe that that is the way you atone. You know the bad things that you've done. We are humans. All of us are humans. And you guys also know I don't believe in race, but I live in a racial society. And as such, I have to talk race in the context that it is uh, done here in America, right? Uh, Egberto, please email me the YouTube moderator link. I can't find it. Uh, YouTube moderator link. I, gotta, I thought that you just have to log into, you just have to log into YouTube and I'll, I'll figure it out for you, Breach. I thought you just had to log into YouTube and because you and go to our channel. Uh, let me let, let's see if that's what it is. But if you go to HTTP, uh, you have special privileges at uh, YouTube.com slash Egberto Willis. I thought that's all you needed. I don't, but I, I'll, I'll figure that out. But if you go here. 
unlike most people that will go there, you have privileges there. So check it out. Anyhow, uh, anyhow, anyhow, anyhow. I have one more video, but beforehand, I wanted to give my little sort of mea culpa, right? So I always confess to my own bad behavior. And if there's some bad behavior I don't know about and I'm made aware of, like at one of our meetings at uh, Move to Amend, I fess up, you know? I think there's nothing better and nothing shows more character, in my opinion, than being able to say, I screwed up or I was wrong. I was a damn fool. No, I more much worse than just a damn fool. When I was a homophobe until I made my trip to China, my sexism was just culture. And there are times that you have to supersede culture. I had the triple whammy. Black, Caribbean, Latino. Triple whammy when it comes to sexism. But it's out of my system completely. I'm one who believes women need to run the world right now. But anyhow, here is the CRT piece that I wanted to do from W. Kamau Bell. This is funny and it tells a lot. Sometimes it takes a comedian to really get it out of people to see exactly where they are. Why are people so scared about CRT? Is it really critical race theory that they're scared about? Absolutely not. You know what they're scared about? They are scared about hearing the truth about history and having that placed in their face as if they're responsible. I mean, the responsible thing. Well, let's talk about that later. Let's see what W. Kamau Bell did, and then we'll take it on the other side. This is beautiful. Should we teach kids a more accurate history of America? Race theory? Uh, What'd you say? Here we go. Race theory. Race theory. The race? Critical race theory. What are your thoughts on that? You can teach it without having an opinion. But is it okay if a teacher says, I think slavery was bad? Is that okay? No. 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 I'm, <laughs> no. 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 What about this? No. Nazi's not good. Nothing is bad. Nothing's bad. No. And if the latter is how you heard about it first, then I'm not surprised you're confused, which is why I grind my teeth when I sleep. It's totally manipulation and manufacturing a crisis. Who's manufacturing it? The Democrats. It's always a race card. I get so sick of it. (laughs) We need to teach children to compete Mm -hmm. when the Chinese probably know more about American history than we do. So we should teach better American history here. Well, yeah. It's like Uh, the history of America. History of America. Slavery, genocide, Native Americans. No, well, no. Not that stuff? Well, not the whole thing. No, no, not the whole thing. Look, the American genocide is instrumental in understanding this country. Slavery is instrumental in understanding this country. It's not about good or bad of America. It's about what is and how we came to be where we are. We became a very rich country on the backs of having slaves. We acquired a ton of land by in genocide in genocidal means. Look, it's not America, the only folks that have done things like that. This stuff has occurred all over the world. But if we're going to understand our history, let's understand our history and let's understand how we are and have been atoning for said history. It's not about being ashamed of something. It's about just telling history. And as this woman said, just we need uh, the Chinese know more about our history than we do. Yes, they do. 
When I was in Panama, I learned more American history than I learned in the University of Texas and Blinn combined. Most people from around the world know more about America because of people scared of teaching America to Americans. And you know what? We shouldn't be. We should be happy to tell our story, tell the mistakes that we've made, talk about the atrocities we've done, talk about the good things we've done, but let's talk about the country's history. You are very much respected when you then try to promote stuff overseas. But when we are overseas trying to promote a democracy is the way the world should work. And we are fighting here to not even give reparations to those who work for free and built this country on their backs. The wealth of the many of the, the rich families were on the back of these people. The insurance payments that were made on what used to be property enriched a lot. These are things Americans don't know. Did you know the insurance industry used to insure property, human beings, black human beings as property and made a killing of doing that from all the slave owners who wanted their properties insured. Universities. All, why can't we tell the history the way it is? It's not about feeling bad for yourself. It's history. And if we are hearing just the good things, it is not history. It doesn't tell how we got where we are. Because even the bad things allowed us to be as a country where we are today. And, you know, it's that simple, really, right? Just know your history. Like, you know, and the reason, you know, when I talk about these issues, right, I always like to speak about my own ills first because I never want to come across as if, I am saying you did all these bad things, which you did. Because I know every single human being has the propensity to do bad things. And you know, there are psychologists who run tests about seeing how much you will inflict pain on others. And there's just something that, some, you know, that, uh, that allows us when we don't use our intelligent portion of our brain to do certain things. And all of us can succumb to that. Myself, everybody, right? But if we open ourselves up to learn and we teach ourselves how to suppress those parts of us that have, would have us act irrational or quote-unquote inhumane, isn't that a good? I think it is. Egberto, those overseas who hear we are about to spread democracy understand that they're about to get bombed by way of drone strikes soon. While we continue supporting dictatorships like Saudi Arabia to their oil, spreading democracy has always been sloganeering. And that's true. And you see, the problem is that Americans in America hear the story about we promoting democracy overseas without understanding that that's not what we want overseas. We enjoy dictators overseas as long as they are our dictators. It's a lot easier to deal with a dictator than a democracy. Democracy is complicated. Think about this. When America wanted to build the Panama Canal, they didn't talk about Colombia's democracy they said, hey, Colombia, will, can we build a canal? Colombia said, hell no, we won't give you the rights to build a canal. We have some deals going on with the French. But Bonavaria wanted to sign a treaty, and the Lesseps wanted to sign a treaty, and 
We put a gunboat outside of Cologne, the city that I'm from. The, 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 I think it was Roosevelt put a boat out there. In, and then he said, okay, America. I mean, okay, Panama, declare your independence. In 1903, Panama became an independent republic. And immediately thereafter, we signed the Panama Canal Treaty and signed 10 miles on, on five miles on either side as owned by the United States in perpetuity or controlled by the United States in perpetuity, but still Panamanian land where Panamanians can't really go. Until guys like my father fought to live on the canal zone, given that they worked for the canal zone and needed some protections of the canal zone. Because when they were working for the Americans, there were times that they to stop riots, they were in the fire truck hosing down other Panamanians. Crazy, I know. I wrote about it in my book. But yeah. Oh, we are at the end of the show. Actually, I'm a, 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 a one minute over. So I just want to tell all of you, I thank you so kindly for listening to the program. Please uh, visit my, the links that I put in the, in the feed. And please also remember, I have a new series uh, going on Amazon. Uh, and it's called, um, let me put it out. I'm trying to scroll down to it, if you would allow me to, before I hurry up and leave here. The Tribulations of an Afro-Caribbean Latino Man. Racism Didn't Stop My Smile, Hope, or Journey Forward. Um, I'm writing it. I'm done with three chapters. Tonight, I may post the fourth chapter. But there we go. There is how you can get to it, if you kindly can. Amazon is going to give you some points to give me, etc., etc. And so forth. And, whoa. I just put that in Restream and it went over to, oh, I put it in Facebook and it seemed like it went over to uh, YouTube. I don't understand that. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel. And number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.